Welcome to this special edition of In Conversation With. I'm Editor-in-Chief Angie Lau of Forecast News, right here at the Asia Blockchain Summit in Taipei 2019. And sitting across from me is Michael O. He is chairman of his 20-year family business, still a publicly listed company called Smart Displayer Technology. It's a business that still serves 50 banks around the world across 30 nations. But you are also the CEO and founder of CoolBitX because his family actually saw the promise of blockchain and pushed you into this merge of blockchain technology and the family business, which is really providing technology solutions for banks around the world. Tell us about how you got here. So my family really encouraged me uh, exploring this space because they see a lot of overlapping technologies that could be used in this uh, promising crypto industry. A lot of missing puzzles back then, uh, like uh, a lot of hacks, a lot of security for, for vulnerabilities. Those were really bad for the industry because if you are projecting this as a trillion dollar size market, you can't allow a hack uh, happening all the time. That will crash the market because people will lose face. Coming from traditional cyber banking security industry, we know how to do uh, large-scale security properly. Uh, so I decided to uh, start this uh, Kubix company. Uh, our first product was Cool Wallet. Uh, it's a credit card-sized hardware wallet device. Let me show you how it is. You'll be amazed. All right. Yeah. Why do people need it? Why do people want it? People want it because they need some, somewhere easy and secure to keep their cryptos. It's a credit card size device with a screen to show your balance and to show, uh, to show the two-factor authentication, to show how much Bitcoins you are actually sending now and where to send to. You can all verify it on this tiny piece of screen. And you need that as a two-factor authentication. And it also talks to your phone via Bluetooth communication. So in comparison to other uh, crypto hardware wallets that need USB cable and laptop, Wi-Fi and everything to make just one transaction, uh, this is a lot easier. Okay, what if I take this from you? Perfect question. Can I take all the Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency that is stored on this card? Unfortunately not. Fortunately, unfortunately not for the, the thief, but fortunately for you, it's yeah. not possible. Yeah. How? So this card only talks to my personal smartphone. Uh, it's previously authorized and paired. So if you take it, uh, it just won't talk to your smartphone. What if I take this and your smartphone? And my smartphone will require my biometric authentication, either my face, my fingerprint, or my pin code. So you need to have all three pieces together to make one transaction. You come from the traditional space. Your family founded the company from the traditional space of serving banks and transactions around the world. How did this evolve to blockchain? What was the promise that they saw even before you did as an MBA student? Yeah, so um, 2013 when I was an MBA student, um, our family business received a client request saying, we want to do a Bitcoin-related product. We didn't end up uh, operating with that uh, customer, but uh, they did throw me this topic. Kid, go figure out what Bitcoin is. And it took me some time uh, discussing with my classmates, experts from different countries. They all came back with the same conclusion. 
This is huge. Whatever business you are doing, do Bitcoin. Because the underlying technology blockchain behind Bitcoin is uh, a potentially next uh, internet. It can replace many of the current uh, systems. But back then, or even till now, Bitcoin itself or cryptocurrency is still the biggest economy of the whole blockchain space. And you, you want to make money, you want to survive, do crypto coins first. How many people are buying these cool Bitx smart oh, wallets? More than 100,000. Um, it's a pretty good number. All right, so the adoption rate is 100,000 so far. What's your growth projection for this year, next year? Especially since Bitcoin is now rallied back up right, to above 10,000. Okay, yeah, so our forecast in the next five years, it will grow to at least another two million users uh, because we are changing our approach to a compliance approach. Not sure if you listen to my uh, speech back there, uh, the, the world is shifting from the original uh, Wild West crypto space to a more compliant space. Why? It's because uh, FATF, the United Nations sub-working group, has already announced that all countries should implement uh, FATF rules uh, to regulate AML crypto in 12 months. That's not a long time. So all countries are like, uh, we got to react now. We got to put more uh, compliance efforts on uh, uh, exchanges and wallets. And uh, we think it's a very good opportunity for us to uh, take a few steps ahead and uh, get more market share. How are you thinking about compliance with FATF in this crypto wallet? Okay. So currently, none of the private wallet has a KYC layer or a compliance layer. All the addresses are anonymous. Say if I'm an exchange or I'm a regulator and I wanna know you own a private wallet and uh, what your address is, how do I for sure ensure that address belongs to you, Angie? That's the question. So we are building a layer on top of our current hardware wallet to ensure that this piece of address belongs to me. You were part of the private enterprise advisory group for FATF in consultation with the community before they came out with this guidance. Do you think this is the right direction for regulators to ask for compliance, to ask for KYC and AML? Okay. Yeah, so I was part of uh, that FATF private sector consultative forum and the the overall theme, the agenda of that forum is uh, like they were determined to come up with this set of regulation and the driver, the, the motivation behind that is they see so much uh, funds going into dark market, black market, even terrorism. Uh, and that's just totally against the sole reason why FATF exists. They are there to fight against those bad actors. So if you ask me, is it okay for them to come up with this regulation? Well, it's their job. They had to do it. So uh, I don't think it's my position to say whether it's right or wrong for them to do that, but I can see why they are doing it. And so now you think there is a real value in the market for KYC, for compliance, and you're putting that 
technology layer onto your hard wallet. Is that what your competitors in this space are doing as well? Well, some competitors are uh, uh, sensing this need also, and a lot of them are certainly moving in a more compliant uh, approach. But what differentiates you in this space in terms of KYC? How, why should I trust the cool VidX versus another smart wallet or hard wallet? This is where our experience and expertise came in. Uh, so we coming from the traditional side, from yeah. the family business side. Okay. Yes. So our uh, traditional family business uh, was all uh, Visa, Mastercard certified uh, technology. It's security proven and it's uh, integrity proven authenticity proven um, procedure proven all that from technology to um, HR all have to be audited you have to do things in the right uh, right way to ensure nothing goes wrong in between and we have been leveraging the same standard same protocol to add that extra compliance layer to our wallet so leveraging the two-decade proven proven model uh, for our technology. It's interesting that the technology is not the only thing that um, really is being valued right now. It is understanding the process and the compliant part of it. And so, how many people on your team? How much of the talent pool that you have? at CoolBidX actually thinks about the process as it pertains to the technology. Okay, now we are a team of 40 and we have about three people thinking on, on the process. Beside that, we also have uh, outsourced you know, external auditors uh, that audit our, the way we do things. Talk about um, if, it, you know, we often ask our guests to look into the future uh, to think about how their product or how blockchain technology is really going to evolve how we function as a society or even peer-to-peer. -peer. A year from now, what is it going to look like? Six years from now, what is it going to look like? Well, I think uh, six years from now, um, the main landscape change of this industry will be it will be mostly the, the super-sized, mega-sized uh, institutions that are taking most part of the um, market share. And I think a lot of the things, business or market, we startups are building uh, will eventually be, become a, a merged uh, 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 body. Yeah, and, and Facebook Libra came out. So yeah. they also have uh, part of the group, uh, Visa and MasterCard, and a lot of the, the uh, institutionals that you're already working with on the traditional side it's interesting that tradition is now evolving to blockchain. Who else is interested in blockchain technology that you're collaborating with today that we will see? Okay, so we are in stealth mode, uh, working on this compliance product with uh, quite a few top tier um, exchanges uh, in different countries. But we are not uh, at liberty to disclose it right now, but uh, Stay tuned, uh, we'll be able to uh, release more information uh, in the middle of August. All right, well, Michael will tell us all about it on forecast.news and uh, do stay tuned for that. But before I let you go, I gotta ask you, how does Facebook Libra 
change the dynamic of oh. the conversations that even you're having with enterprise? Oh, I mean, it's definitely a plus because uh, in the past there were a lot, lot of doubts from traditional uh, industry saying, uh, will this crypto ever go south? But then more and more big guys coming in, especially Facebook, Libra coming in with 2.7 billion user base. That's something they cannot say, I'm going to ignore it. It's not going to go anywhere. So it changed the dynamic in a way. It becomes more positive now. Because for sure, everybody knows with Libra coming in, the market size will grow many times uh, than now. Amazing. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on Forecast News. Thank you, Angie. And we're going to wait for that breaking news oh, yeah. in August. We'll keep you updated.